Hi, everyone. Thanks for tuning into Simply Empowered, a podcast that discusses real life issues that teens face every day and how to conquer them. I'm your host, Madeline Sang, and today we're starting an entirely new season. This season, I'm planning on tackling some pretty difficult topics, including some that I've had to face firsthand. But hopefully, the experiences and advice that you hear on this podcast can empower you and show you that you can do anything you put your mind to. Now, you may have noticed there's something a little different about this episode. Normally at this point, I would have introduced a guest and immediately discussed the topic at hand, but I thought it'd be pretty important for y'all to get to know my story and my journey. So without further ado, let's dive into today's topic, self-worth. I have a confession to make. Um, When I was maybe in middle school to freshman year of high school, I was a bit of a rule follower. So in middle school, I always corrected people's grammar because I thought that was the cool thing to do because I kind of came from a very sheltered background in terms of social situations. And it was a school of hard knocks when I finally made it to a public charter school. But um, it was interesting and somewhat cringy, but it was my attempt to make the world make sense at that point. So it was a new and unfamiliar world. In the freshman year of high school, of course, people were acting different and I was confused and everything. So I started acting out and um, trying to fit in with that and it didn't really work out for me. But um, it kind of just made me try to shape the world into something that made me feel comfortable and often at other people's expense. So hopefully y'all can learn from my funny stories. I have so many of them. If you ever know me in person, feel free to ask. I have a lot of those situations, but it brings me to my next point. In the context of life, shrinking back to only what's comfortable is an attempt to grasp control onto your external situation. So control can be a good thing or a bad thing depending on your outlook in life. However, an excessive use of control, such as my time in middle school or the beginning of my high school years, it's often due to a lack of trust and confidence in yourself. In other words, to compensate for anxiety and stress and mistrust in your internal situation, what I would consider your being, some people often overcompensate by vainly reaching for control of your external situation. So I'm going to say that again because I feel like this is really, really important. I definitely needed to hear this a few years ago. Overly stressing about controlling your external situation is often due to anxiety and stress in your internal situation. The big question is here. If it's working for me, if I'm still able to control my external situation at that moment, do I still need to examine my internal situation? The answer is always yes. Introspection is amazing for self-improvement and confidence boosts. Even when you're feeling amazing at the moment, self-worth and self-love take more than a few moments to build up. However, there are some times we get so caught up in enjoying our external, taking it for granted, um where we forget to reflect on our days or lives, I'd like to say normally you'd be able to do this without consequence. In fact, it probably seemed like the easier route for you to take when it comes to creating your own mindset as you face these challenges. But as you'll see in a moment, we can't take these moments for granted. So for a majority of my underclassmen years in high school, I say that I only have two underclassmen years, my freshman and sophomore year, I thought I had everything under control. So my identity was invested in So many things that made me just feel like I belonged in high school. So my school's volleyball team, debate team, journalism staff. In other words, I put my worth solely in my external situation. I formed my identity based on the things I did and based on the approval I got from those things on my external situation. So more specifically during my sophomore year, I thought I was doing great. I was playing club volleyball, doing varsity debate, 
acing my AP world history essays, it felt like nothing could go wrong. (laughs) I look back at these times, it's it's just funny, (laughs) but it did go very, very, very wrong. So one day I decided to go to an open gym with my friends to get a few reps to train for a big national volleyball tournament. Keep in mind at this point, I was playing club volleyball during the off season. So everything was running pretty smoothly until I decided to run a play that caused me to like heavily sprain my right ankle as I landed. I remember that exact moment. It felt like everything was in slow motion. And when I heard the crack, my, my right ankle literally, like it was pointed a little bit to the left and then it finally snapped all the way to the right, like for a full like 90 degrees. And so when I fell, it didn't quite register that my ankle got injured until moments later. In fact, I kept on still trying to play, but then I realized that my ankle was literally becoming the size of a softball. And so I just stopped. Anyways, long story short, that injury practically ended my volleyball career. In addition to the fact that I still had a long way to go at that point, I was injuring and I was just starting to get it. So I was still able to play at a basic level, but any sort of running or jumping at that same level I was used to was impossible. And then for my other activities such as debate, I had been active in debate since I was 10 years old. I have another story about how that shaped me as a person, but I was so invested in winning that when my partner and I, when we lost a round, which is inevitable in debate, it put so much stress on my partner and myself. And at one point, in one of my last tournaments, which is the national championships in Dallas or what we called nationals, I finally realized that my involvement with debate had to end in order to preserve my own mental health. And that was one of the biggest decisions that broke my heart. Anyways, those two activities were things I invested my identity into. And when I finally couldn't control my external situation, which was really stuck on those things, I I didn't know who I was. I I I, I kept kept on asking myself, who am I now? Of course, that question directs attention to one's internal situation, their sense of self, and it took more than one moment to rebuild my worth. And I actually like, I'd like to go through that process right now because I'm going to be honest, I did more and I, I felt empty. And for some of you that know me in real life, you know that I wasn't the same person after because I had so many things end and about spring into summer of 2019, but it it took a grieving process. And so for my people, for my listeners who may have faced loss on their own, it really is a huge change in your life. And you have to recognize that those things did happen and you can't just, like, I guess the word is internalize it here, but I'd like to say you can't just compartmentalize it and put it in a tiny box and shove it away in your mind because in the end it does build up. It's like if you shake a bottle of soda and it doesn't explode right away, but soon the, the pressure, it starts to build up because of all the hurt and pain. And so if you did lose something that was so close to your heart like I did, the best thing I can say is let yourself process those emotions rather than that. Let yourself do some soul searching, find out who you are. Um, one way I did it is I started to talk to my friends who they are part of my external situation, but they also can see parts of my internal and You have to know who am I without these things. In fact, even if your life is going great right now, I want you to ask yourself this question. If everything that made you who you are in your external situation was taken away, what's left? And um, it's kind of interesting because for so many people, I ask that I ask them, actually, I asked one of my friends, if you could describe yourself in two words, what would it be? And so my friend, of course, they freaked out and they're like, uh, I love my country and I love athletics. And I'm not calling that person. I actually think they're a really cool person, but 
it made me kind of think, you know, is this how people, especially teenagers, identify who they are at this point? Is this their identity? Is our identity so invested in external things that we forget our internal situation? And so, of course, those things, they're so important and critical to our, our environment is so critical to who we are because environment does shape who we are personality wise and who we are based on our memories. But then you also need to know who am I without those things? Ask yourself that question and ask yourself, who am I now? And from there, identify whether your sense of self is directed towards your external situation. Like for that example I just gave, if it's really directed towards your external, then it might be good to either take a break from that um, from that activity or from those external situations and take a moment to do some introspection, do a self-care day or to um, just reflect and ask myself, what personality traits do I have? Am I a good person towards people that don't share common ground with me? Because that's another thing I've noticed in terms of self-worth. I don't know if many of y'all can identify the situation. I know me and maybe a few other my other friends and I know a few family members, they face this issue of if I can't find common ground with people over the things they do in a conversation, what do I do? And in high school, that's a more important question than ever because everyone has so many opportunities, not as much as if you were, say, in college, but you have these opportunities to branch off and find your identity. But then you start to lose people because they don't share the same qualities as you do right now, this external. And so I've seen, including my, I've seen several people lose their friends because they just drifted away. And it's the most heartbreaking thing because if you don't have something that connects you outside of your external situation, you don't really have anything left. And it's, it's rough. And I think that it's definitely something that can be prevented by just finding out who you are without that. Because if you find those things inside your internal situation, if I find you out who you are, for example, if I want to find myself, I had to do that. I want to say I am strong. I am resilient. And I enjoy baking. And I enjoy podcasting those things are definitely part of my external but it's mainly invested in my internal situation because it's part of my identity and so for example instead of seeking external validation you can find those things inwards and it helps find a common ground with other people that might not share your same external situations and i think that's extremely critical um anyways off of that tangent i think the main thing is just don't overinvest in your external without knowing who you are without those things because otherwise you're going to bound you're bound to lose yourself in one way or another and it's the most terrifying thing to do that and so i'm sorry for that long-winded kind of thing i just coming from personal experience find things to connect with others besides your external situation try to ask yourself and encourage others to ask yourself the question of who am i now and who do I want to be? From there, you can kind of identify whether or not your sense of self is directed towards your external situation, which can become extremely fickle, or if it's anchored in your own personal values and self-worth. Because in the end, you're worth more than any one activity or group. Invest yourself in things you love about yourself, while still being empathetic and mindful of others, of course, and know who your identity is. Because self-worth, like many things is easier said than done. It doesn't just happen overnight. And it's important to recognize that and be patient with yourself. I had to be patient with myself too. And while the growing process was excruciating at several points, it's essential 
to becoming someone who's secure in their identities. By establishing an internal identity, you're no longer reliant on these changing external forces. There's a reason why it's called self-worth and not worth based on others. You need to invest in yourself. And so there's several ways you can do it. Like I said before, take care of yourself, get sleep, eat ice cream, just or just give yourself space. Give yourself time and space to process who you are because life moves so fast in this age. I know I sound like I'm one of those older people that say, this times have changed. And it's really funny because I'm only 17 years old, but you need to give yourself time and space away from this constant bombardment of information found in social media or from the internet or from politics or from whatever external situation you have because you won't have time to stop and slow down or to process because you want to find out who you are because who you are is powerful, resilient, and strong. Your identity is one of the few things that cannot be broken if you invest it in the right places. And I think that's so critical because I've known so many people and I've seen myself sometimes like I don't even know who I am at this point where you just feel so lost because something so important to you is just gone in a matter of moments. And that's honestly just the way life is. And so from there, just check yourself and ask, who am I? Anyways, back to um, more positive things about how I found my self-worth. The thing you can do is... From those things that you can use your internal, use your internal to grow your external. And so what I mean by that is for me, when I quit debate, I felt like I lost a bit of my voice, but I still had that heart for wanting to make the world a better place, right? And so because of that, I started my podcast, Simply Empowered. I wanted to share my voice with others and make people feel like they're not alone in this and the things I have faced or the things that my guest hosts have faced. And so that's one of the things I did. I dedicated my my internal towards service because I felt like if I invest myself in helping others or I can help find myself and I did and so whether or not your path to finding your self-worth is through service or if it's through self-improvement or if it's from driving yourself to like get that goal or to finish reading that book or to get those perfect grades they're all unique to who you are and that's why it's called self-worth and that's why it's called identity rather than a group worth And so each way is unique, but I encourage you to try to find it because I feel like that's a true key to happiness is find something that can't be taken away, something that remains constant instead of something that's changing. And then you're you're stable. You have a ground to build off of. I really hope y'all enjoyed this. I'm really excited to share my voice with y'all. And I think that about sums it up for today. I'm so excited to begin sharing my own personal experiences with y'all. I know this might have been a bit hard to track, but I really enjoyed sharing something so close to my heart. And self-worth has been one of my biggest struggles for the past four years of my life. But just know that you are an amazing person, whoever you are. You're worth it. And... You're worth giving yourself a chance to reflect and find who you are. And keep in mind, I am not a professional um, therapist or um, specialist in mental health, but I really love sharing with y'all my experiences. And so with that, this is Madeline Sang, your host for Simply Empowered, a podcast for teens by teens. If you like what you hear, make sure to follow us on Spotify, Google Play Music, Amazon Podcasts, or iTunes at Simply Empowered. 
Thank you so much to our listeners and supporters for tuning in, and I hope you all have an empowered day.